Crossfade. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jansen. The Daily Talk Show, episode 181. TJ, I'm uh, coming from Paros. Paris. Right now, not to be confused with Paris. <laughs> I thought you were just a bogan. Couldn't say Paris properly. <laughs> oh, Paros, mate. It's got that vibe. Paros. No, but, you're... So if you do hear a little bit of wind, that's uh, it's the, the wind of the, the ocean. It's not the bad Sylvie you had last night. <laughs> um, have it you... was a delicious Sylvie, actually. Do you say Sylvie? Oh, I said, well, Sylvie? I've heard how you say it and I haven't addressed it. So don't address how I say it because I think you say it wrong. Well, um, I, I, I think I just say Suvlaki. Suvi. I've never shortened it. Suva. Suvi. Suva. Okay. What a bloody Suva, Suvi mate. sounds like a kid I went to school with. Suvi. <laughs> yeah. It was um, yeah. very multicultural out in the suburbs. I went to school with yeah. John, James, Ben, uh, all, all your- Yeah, in, in Hallam. I got all the good <laughs> the good names. Basir. Yeah. Atak. Actually, there was, there was a kid, his name was Hiroshi. Fuck, I have fond yeah. memories of Hiroshi, and so does everyone else at the primary school. He would um, stick his finger. He was a little a little Chinese kid. Oh, here we kid. go. Where did he, he stick his finger? No, he used to stick his finger up at everybody. And, oh, okay. <laughs> and he used to say to everyone, no way, fuck you. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, no. Well, see, so this is the problem. I had something similar, but it was a slightly sadder. Um, oh, no. The No, we'll just... Well, it wasn't sad. I'm probably over-exaggerating. But one of the guys that I grew up with from uh, all the way from kindergarten all the way through to um, year 10, he didn't do VCE, but he was autistic and would – he couldn't speak much at all. But all the kids have taught him all the swear words. That was the one that um, I saw him uh, on the street – uh, two years after school, just waiting for a bus. And I pulled over and I said his name and I waved him down. I said, hey, mate, do you want a lift? And he said, fuck off, cunt. <laughs> and I, uh, the annoying thing was I'd opened the um, I'd opened the passenger door to let him in. And oh. so I had to – There was a, and the bus was coming behind me, so I had to drive off. I've told that story before, but it's still, no, it's still actually, a favourite. It's actually one of my favourite. Wasn't he autistic as well? Yeah, no, he's. It was the same guy, so that's same why guy. he probably swore at me. Okay. because he was the one who was he was sort of uh, was befriended by the naughty students yeah, who yeah. would get him to do dumb shit. And unfortunately, um, yeah, his vocab was very much centered around <laughs> swearing, L- limited to swear words. I mean, mine was yeah. I wasn't autistic though, or uh, <laughs> exactly. from another country. Well, only slightly, you're slightly autistic, probably. Yeah, We're all true. a bit slightly autistic no, on I the think, spectrum. I think definitely. I mean, that's what the spectrum is. It's there's there's varied points that people fit in. I mean, it's pretty much mm. it's thrown out there so much now. It's 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 almost the modern day. You've got ADD, is you've got autism. Yeah, being on the spectrum. I think the sensitivities are around if you actually know someone with severe autism. It's. It's pretty difficult. As well, a, a, I some of these um, things are, comp- are different, aren't they? It's almost like it, like the difference between having a slight, being slightly autistic, or being a, what do they call is a functional, functional or you know, having autism, functional yeah. autism or whatever. Like yeah, that's a very, it's almost a very different thing, right? Compared to 
not being able to do anything and yeah. being sort of being completely sort of um, paralyzed by. But the, then there's um, like condition. it's almost a bit in vogue for some industries because if you're a filmmaker that makes really artistic films and you have autism, you yeah, it's it's celebrated. Which it should it shouldn't not well, be see Mark Zuck. Well, if you see Mark Zuckerberg uh, with his smoking <laughs> meats, you could say that he was definitely on the spectrum. If you've ever seen that video, yeah. Um, uh, classic one. Are you into star signs? No. Nah. Well, I, I worked out you and I have the same star sign. Uh, you're what a does Vir- that mean? You're a Virgo, the, the right? Same star sign. Same star sign. Yeah, I've slipped into character. Um, <laughs> and so, what's what's the uh, what is our being together, being two vertigo Virgos, Virgos, not Virgos, Virgos. Yeah. Virgos. What does it mean? Well, I, well, I don't know. It, it, it'd be more around that we are similar in in some in some areas. I used to get into this I, when I was young. I used to be like, oh, I wonder what this girl's star sign is that I'm seeing. Are we compatible? Would you really think? Would you really think that? Well, I looked into it a little bit, I, and that and nu- numerology, which is in the same sort of, um, you know, same genre of outlandishness. If you don't believe in any of it, you'd probably think I'm a wacko. But I'm I'm more to, leaning towards it's all bullshit <laughs> as I've got mm-hmm. older. But what I did, I was in a cafe. The other day, and I used to it used to be a little bit of a ritual. I'd, I'd open up the Herald Sun, you know, flick through, probably get to the confidential, which is the gossip pages in Australia, and then uh, I think it was a couple. See more. who Mitch Mitch Catlin had gotten <laughs> to the paper yeah. that week. Yeah, yeah, you'd see everyone. It was my All dream of your to mates. get. It was my dream to get in there. Never got in there. Yeah. Um, really, that's the only reason you went to Fitness First Richmond, right? Was to eventually get into the confidential. <laughs> to be seen, Josh, to be seen. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I, a couple of flicks past the confidential and you end up on the um, the star sign page. And that's where I'd kind of read mine and finish off for the day and maybe read the flame that I you know had going at the time, read hers to see if there's anything that sort of stuck out for me. <laughs> and um, yeah, so if it was if it was anything, it was if it was positive from your end, I'm guessing you would message it and say, "Oh, look what it's saying." <laughs> I never did that. That would be that'd be very on the spectrum. <laughs> um, yeah. So no, but what I did was, I thought, hang on, I actually haven't thought about my son's. Uh, star sign. What is he? And just off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you. I don't have the recall on the date range for star signs, but I did look and I've taken a photo. He's an Aquarius. So he was born on mm-hmm. February 14, um, 2000 and was it six, 2017? Yeah. 2017. Crazy. Imagine being born 2017. Shit. It is pretty young, isn't he? <laughs> but could you imagine him having a Facebook account and just putting 2017? It's pretty outrageous. <laughs> it's so bizarre. So here's the thing. I started to read Bodhi, my 19-month-old son, his star sign. And mm-hmm. if you just take so that context and you you have that filter for any time you ever read it, you'll realize how yeah. silly star signs are because this is picture me. Is he si- going to find love? <laughs> well, this is me reading to Bodhi and just picture Bodhi's on the other side and you're watching the yeah, conversation. Okay, okay Bodhi, okay, you're, yeah. you're an Aquarius, Bodhi. mate. You're an Aquarius. Uh, all right, okay, here we go. Dad. 
as much as What's you might What's an Aquarius, be, Dad? Uh, sorry. Well, I don't know. It's a nude guy with a, with a <laughs> bow and arrow. Pretty sure that's it. Do they really have all of the... Is that the <laughs> illustration? No, no, no. They only feature the, the, the month that it is. So they'll show the big Virgo. Okay. But it's cut out of the photo that I took. Anyway, so Bodhi, mm-hmm. you're an Aquarius. I'll read it to you. As much as you might be focused on the big picture of life and where you want to go and what you want to achieve, the full moon this week is reminding you that you also need to tend to your own nest. Otherwise, you could experience some major discombobulations, especially on the home front. Be prepared. <laughs> Do you think that means he's going to get reflux or something? You're going to need to burp him? Like, I don't know. The, what does that actually translate to for him? Pretty sure the kid doesn't think about his own nest. Or he's not looking at the big picture of life. (laughs) It's bullshit. It's absolutely crazy. (laughs) Is this only through this context that you've realised this? Has this been the um, catalyst? It was a penny drop moment uh, because it's it's like, yeah, I have this little child in front of me that was just wanting wheat bix and didn't give a shit about the big picture of life. So I was like, (laughs) these are written on the most broad basis about things yeah. that everyone thinks about. If you're not thinking about your life, you're probably not human. <laughs> I some- wonder how many people have actually made big, big, big decisions based on either star signs or like a yeah. palm reading. I, look, we hopefully will have my uh, best mate. I know you're you're one of them too, Josh, but Reese Mitchell has been my best mate mm-hmm. since... Uh, grade prep, which is like you're five yeah. years old. I thought you were going to say James. You're going to get. We're going to get Jimmy on to talk all things um, conspiracy theories. No, no. But Reese Mitchell, he's his dad, Con the Fruiterer. If you live in Australia, you might know him from TV back in the day. Anyway, For Reece people is, who didn't know that he was on TV just assumed that he had some form of fruit market. <laughs> like it's actually. <laughs> It the was, famous dude, Con. He was he was taking off a um, well. He was impersonating or impression of a guy who owns a fruit shop, which is amazing. Yeah, anyway, the character. It was a comedian with a character. Yeah, but Reese's dad is really into numerology, um, and I've spent some time chatting and reading through stuff with him. And there's some pre- there is some good stuff that is that was very relatable to the person I am. And some of the anxieties. numerology? So you can work out your, so everyone has a number and your number's worked Mm -hmm. out by adding up. So I'm born on the 1st of the 9th, 1988. So you add 1 plus 9 plus 1 plus 9 plus 8 plus 8, which gives you 36. And then Mm -hmm. what you do is, so there's two numbers to your, numerology number so it's number 36 and then it's something else and that something else is three plus six equals nine so i'm a 36 slash nine that's my numerology number and so you just you work it out by using that equation i just you probably can't remember so what are you learning about yourself through the the old numerology well it was i read it a long time ago but if you find out your number you can then search online Mm -hmm. and type in uh you know what uh, my numerology number explored and then type in your number or something. Try that. Um, so this is a good one for Reddit. Now I know you've, I am thinking about Reddit. I could maybe post up is numerology bullshit and put my number in there. Well, let's get everyone's numerology 
numbers up on our subreddit. Yeah, that's a good idea. Be good. Um, and See what sort of wacky people are having, like <laughs> how wacky you have to be to listen to the show. <laughs> imagine, imagine if it were all 36 nines. Um, well, you might, I don't know what Whatever you're the fuck that means. Yeah. But anyway, see, this is the thing. You can go down. You know what I love about it? Reese's dad, Mark, he knows, he knows it really, really well. And when anyone ever knows something really well and the, and it just captivates you when they talk about it because they're like, they're feeling it, you know? It's like I love watching you talk about tech stuff because I know how much you love it and it just fucking oozes through just with his passion and it's like it's like it's cool it's like yeah this is my friend he loves that stuff get him get him revved up wait till he starts so what is it what is he how full-on has he gotten with his numerology if he meets someone will he straight away be adding up no no, don't think it's that it's more just well reese's house there was which we can speak to him about grew up with like five brothers and sisters and it was always just like you know everyone chatting around this stuff and friends coming over it was cool. I think it's like something to talk with people about. If you're a total non-believer of this shit, you yeah, it's a hard starting point. It's a it? very hard starting point. But I can't. Yeah. So I draw the limit at star signs, as in just the bloke who you know, Dennis, who writes the Herald Sun star sign. But I'll give time to someone who thinks they know or you know has the information on all this other stuff. What What's your stance? Yeah. What do you think? No, no. Oh, look, uh, I th- I'd be hap- happy to entertain whatever the answer is because the <laughs> thing, all of the, all of this stuff is just narratives anyway, and we apply. I think that it's probably a method to be able to pull stuff out of our our consciousness, maybe. So yeah. by saying these things, we can then connect it to our life, and it maybe is a way of forming those narratives and helping us to understand what's going on. Yeah, that's good. So um, we should, we should, this is a bit of a new segment that we're trying. Um, it's well, here we go. A, a question that's come through from Reddit. And if you are oh, listening. Okay. I, th- I thought you, f- you were, you were saying that this was the, um, I thought you were going hard on the numerology. <laughs> no. I thought you were about to l- launch into a segment. So if you're listening in your, uh, and you're on Reddit and uh, we're about to answer a question that's come through on our Reddit. So. Uh, mm-hmm. Start listening to the show, and and hopefully you'll hear your response on the daily talk show posted onto our Reddit. Absolutely, does that make sense? It's from Kyle. Yeah, it does. You Good. just have to go to reddit.com forward slash r forward slash the daily talk show. I find the letter R hard to say. Yeah, me too. Because when I say it to, I remember saying it to an American uh, taxi driver, and he couldn't understand. Like I was spelling <laughs> out a, a place, and he just every time I said R. He couldn't understand, so I had to really put the R in R. So R, classic, bit piratey. R. But um, no, Kyle's asking vertical versus horizontal. He says, "Boys, awesome episode with Ryan John earlier last week. Personal rebrand, brand stitch up was an absolute pisser. Would love your thoughts on vertical video. Is the future? Is it the future of content? Are you currently shooting horizontal with the thought that it can be resized into vertical video?" Uh, yours in content questions, Kyle. Yeah. What's your take? Shout out to Kyle. Vertical video. I've been thinking about it a lot and I used to have a bit of pushback to it. Um, I've always encouraged people to turn their phone so that they can have it in landscape to get the most out of it if Mm -hmm. they're making a video. 
uh, like a, they want to make a bigger video. But what I've actually started doing is not worrying as much and thinking um, for little bits and pieces. Like I used to turn my phone for everything and film at landscape. Yeah. Which is my, I've started pushing towards, oh, no, if this is a good moment and I can get it like this and it looks good on portrait, go for it. Because I don't know quite what I'll do with them yet, but when the technology of uh, things like TVs can swivel, uh, I know Jules Lund mentioned that, like flip, being able to flip your TV onto its side mm. to watch everything in portrait, um, that's when you'll be able to pull from the archives all the footage that you've But do you got. think that's really – could you imagine – what's the use case of doing that when yeah. are you going to flip your TV vertically? In your lounge room. I mean, Mate. you'd have to buy a TV. <laughs> I'd have to buy one. But I would buy one that would do that. buy a TV and then a swivel bit. But the thing is, you're probably the best position to get one, given you're yeah. starting from nothing. Yeah, and it, it, it is an appealing thing. I would do it. Um, mm. Kyle, for us, we make videos for clients. And so there is some pain points uh, around when someone wants, wants it wide, but also wants it in portrait. Go figure. Yeah. Um, so I think that, that it's a. Um, I, I think that it comes down to the audience, the platform. Where what is the? I think every piece of content, even though it goes far and wide, it normally has a native platform. Yes. Where is it going to? Where do you want it to be the hero? Where do you want it to stand out? And yeah. so, if you're doing an IGTV native piece of content, then obviously doing vertical makes sense yeah if you're doing stuff for youtube and then want to do some teasers within instagram i think what's going to eventually happen is um obviously resolutions getting better and better and you can just crop in i think that uh being able to do auto crops i think will become i reckon probably in the next 12 to 18 months Mm. there will be devices that um it's a pretty simple thing, really. It will take your 4K footage and um, automatically allow you to shoot vertical. Actually, as I say this, I think that the new GoPro Hero 7 Black has a, uh, um, a vertical function. That that looks amazing for a little handy cam, a little action cam. But you're, you're right. I've, I'm giving it less and less pushback as time goes on, but you're right. I don't shoot things purposefully for portrait for portrait because yeah. most of my stuff, like I, I will put time into a hero video that will end up on Instagram. Sorry, sorry, that mm-hmm. will end up on YouTube, yeah. and then it can flow down. And if it can't be fit into a a portrait, I don't care because my main point and what I want to be creating is those wider format, um, you know, a traditional style, traditional format. Um, yeah, I like the idea of um, what I've done for a couple of clients is taking the whole vertical canvas and applying multiple horizontal videos. So yeah. having sort of like a three, uh, you know, three screens type of thing, which can be a, a cool, cool effect, um, a cool way of sort of uh, showing a lot of content, but it can be a little bit of a overload as well. Yeah, you also visually. do feel like you've got ADD at that moment of watching three videos simultaneously about three different things. Well, that's um, where it's going anyway. 
Did you ever use um, when you were at home? Did you, uh, you know, your parents? Did you ever use like a picture-in-picture picture function? Do you remember when that was a big, big thing when no. TVs had that? You could watch one thing and then have a little screen with something else on. Jeez, I um, I do that now. I just have my laptop and then my phone in my hand. Well, that's it's, that's the thing, isn't it? It's, it's sort of on. it was the first step, but you would, um, yeah, it was that idea that you could have. Um, you know, the the uh, sports on and then you could um, be watching whatever it is that you know deal or no deal <laughs> yeah you can have um headphones you could plug head i remember our tv you could plug headphones in so while the other person could have the speakers of the tv the other person could listen through the headphones oh that is cool i've been doing it with sport i think sports one of those things you can you can be watching a tv show and then just have on your iPhone or on a smaller screen, yeah. just a game going where you just you don't really need to hear. Mm. You can just see, like kicking a footy, back and forth. Yeah, we we had a epic fail on the way here to uh, Paros on the on the uh, cruise, like on the boat to get here. We got a um, message from the hotel, and they said, "Hi, we're we're basically we've been trying to contact you. We're unable to accommodate you." Can you please uh, contact us? And my thing was I wanted everything to be through the booking.com app. I didn't want to have any of these conversations because this was we're literally on our way to the island and we're getting told that our accommodation for the next three days isn't going to happen. <laughs> and um, so I, I, I went hard on them and I was like, look, no, tell, tell me on uh, through booking.com, blah, blah, blah. And it turns out, we had booked our accommodation for uh, September, the right date, but 2019. Oh, no. For a non-refundable. Non-refundable. Oh, no. Because not all all bookings through that platform are non-refundable, but this this was. So basically you can – normally what happens is it might be $1,000 and you can do a refund within 24 hours or whatever free of charge and then for $800 you can get a non-refundable. Okay. And so you're on this – did you realise as you were on the boat? Like did you have the Wi-Fi or something on the boat? Well, yeah, so we discovered we had um, 4G and so I was looking – or shitty 3G I should say. And I was looking at the booking.com – app and when you look at the app it doesn't actually tell you the year so within the booking confirmation and the the booking summary it just says the dates that we're going to be there and so um what they ended up saying what the hotel said is they um they could accommodate us for the final two days but not the first day and they could give suggestions of other hotels and we'll just have to pay for that yeah anyway like I was, I was annoyed at Booking.com because the thing was that apparently that hotel had contacted us um, the when it happened to let us know, but Booking.com, like it's, it never made it to us, and it wasn't in the app. We never got an email, and so I contacted Booking.com about it, and they were like, "Tough luck." Oh. So I've like, this is one of these examples because the thing is that we've done. Over 50 bookings through booking.com, 50 properties, right? Yeah. So it's probably over the course of the last maybe three to four years, we've probably spent twenty five, thirty thousand $30,000 through Gee. booking.com, right? Just yeah. through like whether it's like businessy trips or whatever it is. 
And so um, they couldn't, like I explained what happened. I said about the app. They're like, no, nah, sorry, you've you fucked it basically. And so they, they were literally not doing anything. They couldn't, I would have thought they made, the hotel was telling us when we arrived, I told them about my experience and yeah. they didn't seem too impressed with it booking.com either they said booking.com i'm getting on dick smith if you heard that episode yeah, i was uh, just thinking booking.com i've done a flip am i interviewing dick uh, smith it's got that vibe they take 20 they do take 20 percent <laughs> of every booking i'm i'm fucking done I, when i spoke to them on the phone i said um how do i delete my account <laughs> and what did they say they said, sorry, sir, we don't understand. I'm like, I want to delete my account. And they said, yeah, just log off out of the app. <laughs> that and I said, I don't want to, I, I said, I don't want to, I don't want to log off. I want to, I want to actually delete my, uh, I want to delete my account so it no longer exists. And they said, oh, we can't do that. Yeah. It's fucking hung up. <laughs> I mean, were you hoping, so, so you've lost accommodation for one night. Yeah, so we we ended up we've ended up in a slightly worse room than what we booked. The okay. funny thing was when when I said to um uh when it was all going down at the, to start with, and they're like, "Hey, there's been a problem with the booking. We can't accommodate you." I straight away got excited, thinking to myself, "All right, the fuck something. This is good. Whenever this sort of shit happens." They have to go above and beyond and we'll get sorted out. I said to Brie, I'm like, this is going to be awesome because it means that we will um, get upgraded to a better hotel. Yeah. And um, classic Brie's answer, she said, oh, it was, this is the best hotel on the island. <laughs> <laughs> so there was really, there was nowhere to go anyway. But um, I mean, it's fair. Yeah. So it was a okay. bit of a um, disaster. I've, I've got to ask, was there anyone at fault? Like, was it an oversight from anyone in at like Bree, Tommy's just asked was anyone at fault <laughs> Bree saying me as in her to be the thing this is Bree said it's all her this is the thing it's not Bree's fault it's my fault for not pulling my finger out and booking anything Bree's done all of the booking from the entire okay. trip she's done all the Airbnbs, all of the hotels. Like we've been away for a hundred days. We haven't had a single fuck up. Uh, and yeah, so I guess. It's, I but, can't. Brie, Brie's fat fingers pressed the wrong day. Yeah. She doesn't have fat fingers. It's, uh, like I'm sure hundred percent um, it's a total mistake because you don't mean to do that. I know someone. Yeah. We, so we did a shoot a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago, um, in an apartment that was rented through Airbnb. And I suggested mm-hmm. it for the for the film shoot, and it's a really lovely apartment in Fitzroy. And we get there, and I see my the, the producer. Um, she came down to meet me, and she told me what had happened because uh, she looked a bit frazzled. And what she happened? said, I, "I rocked up, and oh no, so the the talent rocked up there the night before to stay." And she walks in and she sees that there's things on the stove and there's a bottle of wine open and she knew that there was people in the house. And yeah. what they'd done was they'd booked a... <laughs> they they just, One room. No, they just didn't realise that it was a... It's not the entire home. Because you know how you yeah, can... Yeah, the, 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 the shared. <laughs> so, <laughs> so here they are in this house not expecting to see somebody in there and then... They're having this fucking realization in the moment, going, "Oh shit, we're they just staying in their room." They didn't tell them that they were filming, did they? 
No, they told them that they were filming, but there was and oh, the filming was, wasn't happening in the Airbnb. No, it was filming in the Airbnb, but there was like okay. certain details okay. that you leave out as you do. You kind of just, you know, there will be yeah, four sure. people. There's probably going to be eight, or you know, and so yeah, yeah, it, it was. But the conversation with the girl I know was very much, uh, I didn't even know how the hell was I meant to know, and in the moment I'm thinking, you stuffed it. It's, it's, it's on the. It's on there. It's on the Airbnb. But, no, but hear yeah. this. Um, while I'm judging her for just not looking, she said that the owner said this fucking happens all the time. The amount of times she's like a super host. This woman who has this apartment. Yeah. She's like this. This is crazy. How often this happens? People rock up and go. What do you mean you stay here? We've rented this place. It's, really? Yeah, so I, it's this is the problem, I guess, with people just using new services or technology. Yeah, yeah. which isn't the case for you because you laid out a real yeah. great case well, for having almost books. This 50 is this plus is the, places. how about this? I was so fucking angry because they literally. I said, "I'm like, you know, we have stayed at, you know, over fifty places. This has never happened. You know, like, um, and she says, yeah, like, um." Yeah, if it was a problem with our user interface, we'd be getting these uh, calls all the time. You, you know, we don't. I was just like, go fuck yourself, booking dot com. Yeah. And so, like, I'm, I'm actually like, seriously, I um, the problem with these companies is they're all owned by one person, so it's like, or one sort of organization. So I actually yeah. think that I can't go on Expedia. I'm sort of ruling out a lot of options, but I like. I'm going to try the whole Dick Smith thing. I'm going to fucking go local. I'm going to go direct yeah. to these hotels. I'm True. fucking done with booking.com. Um, maybe we can we pull a Dick Smith. Hashtag pull the Dick Smith. Uh, we, we pulled a Dick Smith um, for when we go up to Sydney for Christmas. We drive yeah. and it's a long drive with a baby. So we break it up and we're um, staying in this motel and we go direct we call them straight up they take a did you call have you have you booked for this for this year already or no <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah hopefully that they keep it see this is the thing right it could be the, that the, wasn't even meant to be a joke but i see that you've taken our misfortune <laughs> of booking the wrong year as some sort of joke yeah. i see what you've done yeah christmas of 2019 <laughs> Well, I was wondering, did you mention, because Dick Smith said to mention him when you're booking. Oh, really? Did you mention Dick Smith? No, yeah. but we might That's when fine. we get there. It's We're paying yeah, 200 exactly. bucks for two rooms. It's pretty fucking, pretty cheap. And so I guess yeah, when you look at it like that, I, I mean, I like I said, when you talked about what Dick Dick had to say, we we, we yeah. tend to do that. We call, I, I like to call the actual place themselves. Yeah. Um, but you probably can't do that when you're in Greece. Yeah. It's a little bit harder. They kept saying booking.com said, oh, we tried calling you about it. It's like yeah, right. you're on a fucking, you're an internet app, like the, you're a online app. We use this message thing all the time. We don't like, they were trying to call my Australian number. Oh, anyway, yeah. um, it's all good. We're, we're, we ended up finding a nice place uh, and uh, we move into, we're actually about to get breakfast uh, in 10 minutes at the, place that we were meant to be staying so we're literally we're, we didn't get breakfast at the new place and now we're now walking across the road so it actually worked out. the people in paros are super lovely everyone's been really nice yeah so. yeah mate the greeks are pretty yeah. laid back it's it's they awesome. are they're so I got laid confused back. between the greeks and the italians i thought that they were all assholes it turns out the italians are the assholes <laughs> 
<laughs> but the Greeks are so fucking nice. Yeah, there's a well, because you know, like the Italians, like they they do have a bit of chewed with things. Like they just don't definitely. have time for shit. Yeah, but yeah, um, it's, it's very. I was expecting pace. that from the Greeks, and then we just every single moment throughout this uh, Greece trip, everyone has been so accommodating. The taxi driver loved her job. It was just yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Ah, uh, the countdown's on. It's three more yep. shows after today's episode. Three more shows, and we're in New York City. Yeah, baby. Live in New York. Where, hey, where should we do our first show from? The the um. We could do it. We could go um. If we were to go full bogan, we could go um. Uh, what's the square? What's oh, the, the main? Oh, um, Times Time square? square. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> but I, we could either do that or we could do something a little bit uh, classier. But um, the Daily Talk Show is what you've been listening to. We'll be in New York, then LA. If you have a, a guest that you think we should have on the show, let us know. We've lined up some pretty epic people, which we're very excited to share with you in the coming weeks. Otherwise, have a good one and we'll see you tomorrow. Catch see you guys. Up.